Hi, my name is Yasmin Sharehi, and this is Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality. Today's show is about how acupuncture and Chinese medicine is so important for our overall health and vitality. On today's show, we'll be featuring our guest, Connie Prodromo, who has been practicing energy medicine and acupuncture for over 20 years in California. After combating a personal illness that no one in Western medicine community could solve, she went back to Chinese medicine and acupuncture school at the age of 43 while raising two sons. After obtaining a master's in traditional Chinese medicine and passing the California State Board exam, she began practicing in January 2000. In 2011, she received a master's certification in intuition medicine from the Academy of Intuition Medicine in California. She also is trained in neuromodulation technique, bioset, EFT, and many other modalities, which we will dive into. So thank you for joining us today, Connie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. So Connie, can you tell us, you know, you have a very interesting background. Um, I'd love to understand what exactly is energy medicine from your perspective? Well, that's a great question. First of all, we are all made of energy. So energy is what makes the world go round. Without energy, nothing moves, nothing lives. There, There is no life without energy. So the theory of energy medicine is that there are different ways that we can manipulate this energy and access it to restore the homeostasis or the balance. And so that's that's the whole purpose of everything that I do. It's based on the acupuncture theory that if you have meridians that are flowing and balanced with no blockages, then you, you will have good health. If there is any blockage or imbalance in the meridians, then there will be symptoms and they could range from all sorts of things. So acupuncture is a great example because that is all based on the fact that with the flow of energy and homeostasis, you will be healthy and happy. Now, all the, there are many other modalities that use this theory about energy medicine, and there's a lot of different ways to access it, which is very exciting because sometimes different things work for different people. So luckily, there's many, many ways out there to practice and receive energy medicine. Wonderful. And you mentioned that you also work with different techniques like neuromodulation, bioset, and EFT, and some other modalities. What type of modalities do you work with today? You know, I know that you you are an acupuncturist, but you also work uh, with various tools in the Chinese medicine toolkit. So uh, I'm curious, you know, are these part of the Chinese medicine toolkit? Are these um, different modalities? If you could just kind of explain to our audience what these things mean, um, I would greatly appreciate it because I actually don't really know what neuromodulation technique and bioset is myself, um, although I have heard of EFT. Okay, well, that's a good question. So all of the techniques that I use are based on the theory of balancing the energy, restoring balance in one way or another. So neuromodulation technique is a technique that was developed in 2002 by Dr. Leslie Feinberg in Oregon. And he was doing a lot of different energy work he's a chiropractor. He was doing a lot of different energy work in his practice, but he was disappointed because it wasn't helping everybody. So he came up with an idea and a plan for developing a system that helps the maximum number of people get the best benefits. So in his modality, in neuromodulation technique, we use muscle testing, the subconscious mind, which is the part of our subconscious that tells the truth or should be telling the truth. And we ask it 
many, many questions about the, the health and wellness of the body and what might be causing the, the problems. And then he developed different pathways that he that we read. He has a whole huge manual, like, for instance, the infectious agent pathway, the toxin pathway, the allergy pathway. So there are a lot of different pathways that deal with specific uh, topics that help us get to the root cause of what's going on and why this person has symptoms. That modality is exciting because it keeps it keeps getting better and better. So every year he adds more pathways, he updates things. He taps into Western medicine studies that come up with theories about why people don't get well. And then he makes a pathway, an energetic pathway for it. So we're, we're just reading these uh, statements to the body to remind it that it knows how to fix itself. And then we anchor it with a little tapping on the back with a breathing pattern. It it's very powerful and very effective, and and um, it's using the the basic premise of restoring energetic balance. So that one is one of the ones I added. Probably a second thing I added in my practice. I started out using Bioset because Bioset was what helped me recover my health when I was really ill in my 30s, and they diagnosed me as just getting old, and I just wasn't ready to buy that at 38. So that particular modality uses these energetically imprinted vials like for foods, for vitamins, for infectious agents, for heavy metals, uh, for different substances. So we can use those to muscle test people to see what they might be reacting to and why their uh, symptoms are there. Now, that's a great modality and it helps a lot, but, but it has shortcomings because uh, I don't really think it gets to the root cause of the problem in a lot of cases. It can treat the symptoms very well, and I use it all the time for infectious agents. So every year I get a, a vial for whatever the chosen flu viruses are in the flu vaccine, and I treat people energetically so they can prevent getting sick or they can reverse it if they start to get sick and they treat themselves with this, with this technique, they can stave off an illness. So Bioset is also um, still in my practice because I can give people homework and teach them how to use it themselves. So it's very rewarding when people call me and say, oh, I started to react to this certain food and I realized it and I treated it with Bioset and my symptoms went away. So that's a really powerful uh, modality for, like I said, treating symptoms. But I use it a lot for infectious agents. And I like that I can give people homework because my clients seem to love to do their own work and that empowers them. So that's great. Um, the EFT is more based on emotional things, which is also very important because no matter what technique I use, there's almost always an emotional component. So um, like this morning, I had a client who wasn't feeling well. She thought she was coming down with a cold. And so we, we had a session and I asked her, I was muscle testing on the phone and I asked her if there was any emotional uh, thing coming up for her. And she said, well, not really. And then as we were talking, she said, well, actually there is, I can't go to my granddaughter's first birthday because of what's going on in this world. And she was very, you know, upset and sad about that. And I said, well, bingo, that's probably why you're coming down with this cold. So we did a session and I'm pretty confident that she's going to get over her symptoms pretty quickly because the, one of the, core reasons is the emotional component. So that's what I love to do that. So EFT deals with the emotional components as well. And that's a little tapping method that's been around for a long time as well. So I combine a lot of these 
these techniques because I find that the combination that I do is is super effective and super powerful. So uh, it's worked really well for my uh, practice. And I continue to add things as needed. If I find a new technique that's out there, I'll study it and maybe integrate it into my work. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much, Connie. And I have actually you know, been a patient and, and tried this technique and it's worked wonders. So every time I get sick, I actually have the vials that you have already provided for me with um, Bioset. So um, so yeah, it really does work. And I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, patients that have, you know, been giving you a lot of feedback on this methodology and you've been using it for, what is it, maybe over 10 years? So. Oh yeah, 20 years. 20 so, years. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. And so can you tell us why Chinese medicine and acupuncture is so important? I think acupuncture is beginning to grow in the West, but it's still not quite mainstream. And so um, I'm curious, you know, what your perspective is on why Chinese medicine and acupuncture is so important. It's obviously been around for a very long time. And so I, I would love some high level overview from you on, on why you think this practice is so important. Absolutely. That's a great question. So in traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, we look at the whole person. We don't just look at their shoulder if they have shoulder pain. We don't just look at their stomach if they have digestive issues. There's a, a relationship between all the parts of the body and the whole organism. So we get a better picture of what might be going on. And then we ask questions like, how's your diet? What do you normally eat? How's your digestion? How's your sleep? How, you know, we, we ask questions about every aspect of their life. For instance, if someone comes in with a rash and I say, well, how long have you had this rash? And they say, well, just since I went on a trip and, I, and I'll ask, where did you go and what did you do? Oh, I swam in this lake and they got a rash from the lake. So we need to, to uh, consider that when we're working on them. Um, almost always, like I said, there's an emotional component. So I ask about that too, because in Chinese medicine, you can get sick from the inside out from emotions causing illness and from outside physical agents causing illness like wind, cold, damp, that sort of thing. So there's way more things to consider and what way more possibilities when you're looking at Chinese medicine and acupuncture that will give us a much better picture. So for instance, years ago, I had really bad shoulder pain. I had frozen shoulder. I could barely lift my shoulder off away from my side. And I went to the Western orthopedic doctor and they said, oh, we're just going to give you a cortisone shot. It's just a bursitis. So they did that. And of course it worked for a short period of time and then it stopped working. So I was at that same time going through the bioset treatments with my practitioner and she de deduced that my shoulder pain was poor digestion because the large intestine meridian, meridian runs right through the shoulder and toxicity. And when we addressed those, and of course it wasn't immediate, but between that and acupuncture, I have full range of motion of my shoulder. My shoulder has no pain anymore. I'm completely recovered. But when you go to the doctor, the Western medicine doctor, and your shoulder hurts, you go to the orthopedic person. If your stomach hurts, you go to the gastrointestinal person. Every time you go in, they don't want to look at all your symptoms at one time. They have to send you to specialists. So they divide you up into parts. And when you're looking at parts, you can't see the whole picture. So a lot of my digestive problems were coming from the liver, anger from the liver attacking my stomach as they would say in Chinese medicine, and not from stomach problems per se, but it was emotional and it, and it was something that they wouldn't have picked up on and they probably would have given me medications, but 
you know, again, you're, you're not seeing the whole picture. So that's why I like Chinese medicine and acupuncture, because we consider the entire person and everything about their life. And I even ask on my, my questionnaire, um, name two words to describe your life and what do you do for fun? Because you'd be surprised at how many people can't come up with an answer of what they do for fun, which is very sad. So we need to consider that, you know? So that's, that's my perspective on why those, those things are so important. Thank you, Connie. Yeah, I think uh, that's a great question. To, the great two questions to ask uh, ourselves pretty much every day. Um, so uh, thank you for explaining the the overall kind of um, view of Chinese medicine and and treating the entire patient instead of compartmentalizing um, you know patients based on specific symptoms or uh, issues with specific organs or or things. And I think, um, it, it reminds me of internal medicine, you know, as a, as an internal medicine doctor, having to figure out what's going on with, with your patient. But of course that's limited to the physical world and not necessarily the emotional and spiritual world, which again, I guess in the emotional world, it gets parsed out to uh, psychiatrists. So. Exactly. You get put on antidepressants. So it, it is very important to look at the whole picture and, you know, in my opinion, and this this is what a lot of us say in acupuncture, if you're just treating the symptom, it's like covering up the oil light on your car so you don't see it anymore. And it doesn't make things better. It just makes it so you don't see the symptom any longer. So if somebody has a headache, for instance, there's a reason for that headache. It's not just because their head hurts, but there's it's a signal to the body that there's something deeper going on. Well, instead of looking for that reason, you know, Western medicine would just give them Advil or something and and get rid of it that way. Well, that might help for a while, but the, bal- the body's out of balance. So if you're not going to address that imbalance, there are going to be more imbalances down the line. And pretty soon you can't ignore what's going on because it's so extreme. So we like to get to the root cause as soon as possible so we can resolve the, all the symptoms and keep them healthy. So that that's a huge difference. Connie, can you tell us about your journey? What really drew you to study this field and become a Chinese medicine doctor? Well, years ago, uh, I was total Western medicine. I was raised to go to the doctor. We lived in the 50s. The doctor would make house calls, and then we and he knew us because we lived in a small town, so he was our go-to guy whenever something was wrong. Well, as I got older and I moved to California, I started having symptoms that no one could explain. So when I was in my 30s, I was exhausted. My digestion was horrible. I had joint pain, muscle pain, bone pain. I had headaches all the time. I was frequently sick with uh, colds and viruses. And I went to endocrinologists. I went to internal medicine. I went to all sorts of doctors and they did all their testing, all their lab testing. And the only diagnosis they could come up with is, well, you're just getting old and everybody feels like that. It's normal. And um, I said to myself, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm 38 years old. I'm not buying that as a diagnosis. And the next step would have been going to the psychiatrist to get uh, antidepressants, I'm sure. But at that point, I realized I had to open my mind to the possibility that there were other things out there that might be able to help me that I was not aware of. So I am a big believer in... Um, in synchronicity. And I happened to pick up a little family magazine, a free family magazine. And there was an article about a chiropractor who did allergy elimination techniques. And I had been told by a couple of chiropractors that I did, did have food allergies. And I thought, okay, that makes sense. But what do I do? Stop eating all the foods that I ate. 
So with the technique, this is a bioset. When I when I was going through those techniques, I was actually able to eliminate most of my allergies. And if they recur, I, I know how to work with them so I can get rid of them again. So that was really helpful because I had no other option but to be open to other possibilities. So basically, uh, before that, I was a workers' comp auditor for 20 years. And once I got help from this uh, allergy elimination technique, I realized I had to do that for other people because there were too many people out there with the same story as mine. Lots of symptoms, no solution, and they they just were living a miserable life. So I made the decision to go back to school, and I was an economics uh, major in college. So I had to go back to College of Marin and take biology, anatomy, physiology at nighttime with my small children. And then I went to acupuncture school, which is a three-year program year-round, and get my uh, degree for traditional Chinese medicine. So I did that because I knew it was worthwhile so I could help the, all these people that weren't getting any answers. And really, if you if you do some research, uh, for instance, in 2016, the National Institute of Health did a study and, and said that Americans spend over $30 billion on alternative medicine annually, and probably more now. Now, I'm sure people don't do that because they just want to throw money away. They they do it because they have to. They're not getting solutions from their usual go-to people. And so they have to think outside the box. And so that's why they spend so much money on all of us, because they have no choice. They want to feel better, and they're not getting their answers from their regular doctor. Right. And you know that leads me into my next question, which is um, the types of patients that usually come to you for help. Uh, could you give us an overview of, of what, you know, your typical uh, patient or persona looks like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as is the case with many acupuncturists and co- complementary medicine practitioners, clients usually come to us as a last resort. They have tried everything. They have done everything. Nothing's working and they're desperate. So they're willing to put aside their, their, usual beliefs and be open to the possibility that there might be something out there that could help them that is beyond what we grew up with. It's not your normal everyday medicine. So as I said, I grew up in total Western medicine and the fact that I had to become open to other modalities was what saved my life. So most of the people that come to me are usually women because women pay more attention to their health and probably mothers because they spend a lot of their energy on their family and very little on themselves. And it's a range of ages. I mean, I have treated babies. I've treated small children, but most of the people maybe from 40 to 70 years old, I treat women. I do have some men in my practice, but generally it is, it's people that have chronic health issues and, and they have not found a solution anywhere. So one of the other questions that I ask when I do the initial energy scan on a person is, do you believe you're able, willing, and worthy of healing consciously and subconsciously? And that is a huge question because a lot of these people aren't getting better because they they don't feel good about themselves. They have no self-worth. So they, they aren't going to respond to any therapy because they don't believe they deserve to feel better. And so I do this little EFT tapping before we start our session to reverse that thought so that they can be open to the possibility of healing. So, you know, I don't, I don't tell them, 
I don't guarantee that they're going to heal. I just want them to be open to the possibility that there is something that might help them. And it usually works. In most cases, people start responding after we check that. Right. I, and I imagine that, you know, because it's a last resort option, there's probably people that are have converted their point of view from, you know, a totality of Western medicine philosophy to being more open-minded to Eastern medicine practices. And, and also the, the infinite possibilities of what we also don't even know, right? And haven't... Uh, and don't even have the data for. So I think it's a, it's an exciting um, moment when a patient comes in and removes their disbelief about what's possible in the space. Because I think, I can't remember who said this once, but um, the idea of, of people kind of opening their minds up to this space is there's either it's because of curiosity or chaos in their life, like something physical or emotional chaos. So. Exactly. And I, and a lot of times I get people who have no experience with energy medicine. They don't know what to expect. They're, you know, they look at me kind of questioningly like, I'm not sure I'm going to buy into this. And I tell them, I don't, I don't expect you to believe it. I just ask you to be open to the possibility. And many, many times, whether they believe in what I do or not, their symptoms get better. Now, of course, there are the cases where people come in and like this one person came in and said, I'm allergic to cats. No one's ever been able to help me. No one's ever been able to fix it. And I don't think you can either. And I said, well, I'm sorry, then there's the door. If you don't believe you can heal, then you probably will not heal. But at least being open to the possibility might open some some possibilities that you weren't aware of. And so many of my clients who were not familiar with energy medicine have become true believers now, and they're reading all they can. They're, they're doing all the research that they can, and they are using energy medicine to keep themselves healthy. So it's, it's really very exciting that, that they've been open to the possibility and they've seen this huge shift in their life and their health. So when a patient walks in, can you actually walk us through what the process looks like for how you treat a patient? Sure, absolutely. So first thing I do is send out a six-page questionnaire about their health. So we need to know what their current symptoms are, um, what makes them better, what makes them worse, what they've tried in the past, what kinds of supplements and medications they're on. I ask them about their diet and their lifestyle and their exercise and you know how much water do they drink. Uh, I asked them a whole uh, health history, you know, between uh, all their systems, uh, digestive system, cardiovascular system, immune system. I get a, a rundown of all the symptoms that they've had or that, that they, they have more often than not. So I get a picture of where they're at, what's going on in their life. And then when they come in for a session... I ask them more questions, you know, like specifically, what what did you eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, so that we can track that back. Um, I ask them, you know, do you exercise? How much water do you drink? And and more detailed questions about their life, so that I can get a, a good picture of where they're at and what the problems could be. Um, when they, we will do. A, an energetic body balancing first, which I harmonize their a drop of their blood with the energy of organs, systems, glands, immune boosters, enzymes, meridian chakras, and and chi energy. And that's just a five-minute treatment, but it helps get them off on the right foot. So that helps 
in and of itself. And then that treatment only needs to be redone when they've either gotten really sick or injured themselves, and then their body balancing goes out of whack. So in order to get accurate muscle testing, which I use in my sessions all the time, they have to have uh, balanced energy. Otherwise, we'll get incorrect or unreliable answers. So we do that. And then we go through for Bioset um, a series of muscle testing of com the components of food because the person who developed my Bioset believes that everything starts with food sensitivities. So I go through and I check vitamins, minerals, nutrients, sugar digestion, carbohydrate digestion, protein digestion, all that. And whatever comes up uh, that is not working or that they might be sensitive to, we treat when we do the acupuncture part of it. Now, this, the next part we, I do is I go into a guided meditation and I look at them energetically to see if there's some chakras that are blocked, too open, too closed. I look at their aura, I look at their en overall energy and I do whatever I need to do to help their energy get balanced and flow again in all the different energetic systems in their body. Now, once we do that, the next part would be the neuromodulation technique. And in that technique, I write a very clear description of what their symptoms are now. So everything we want to address, whether it's asthma or allergies or headaches or you know stress or fatigue, I write a really clear description of what's going on now. And then I write a, another complete description of where we want to be. So I have to tell the body, the subconscious, that having asthma is not normal and healthy. So when we go to the second part, that would be resolution of all underlying causes of asthma and relief of all asthmatic symptoms, things like that. So we do some neuromodulation technique based on that uh, description before and after. And then I muscle test. There are six different groups of of uh, different pathways. So immune system, there's consciousness pathways. So there are six different categories. So I, I muscle test which category we need to do first. And then I muscle test within that category, which pathway we need to do first. And I always state that I want to do the most important thing first that will give us the most overall benefit to the session. So if I just with my analytical mind said, oh, you got some allergies, let's treat the allergy pathway. That might not be the best pathway. When in fact, if I muscle test, it could come up with a different pathway that is the underlying cause of why you're having allergies. And when we do that pathway, not only do your current allergies go away, it can fix other things in your body as well. So we look at the best thing to do to give us the most result, most positive results. And that makes a huge difference. So then after all that, we go into the acupuncture room and I do acupuncture mostly to integrate the work because we spend about an hour doing energy medicine and then it can be pretty exhausting for people energetically. They don't realize it, but their, their energy is making shifts and changes. And so the acupuncture gives them time to integrate that and make sure that we can restore that energetic flow and give them a little bit of time to to rest so that they can feel better after the whole session. So at that point, they're done for that session. And then they come back and they, they continue on the path until they get their results from their, um, whatever their goals are. Then they come back until they, they are at a comfortable place. And then after that, they just need to come back when they feel like they're out of balance. And my clients are really good at knowing like, oh, I need to go see Connie. I'm starting up my symptoms again. They're just starting and I need to get them in check before it gets worse. And so that's what I like to do because 
if they let them get full blown again, it's going to be a lot harder to to fix them. So, um, for example, uh, when I'm asking questions about their symptoms, I'll ask, uh, like I had this client come in and she has leg cramps at night. And I said, how long has this been going on? And she's probably in her forties or fifties. And she, you know, I expected like, you know, for years, she goes, no, for three months. And I said, well, what did you do differently in the last three months? What's going on? What's new? What's different? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I don't, I can't really think of anything. And then she got a call on the phone from her doctor. Apparently she has a predisposition to breast cancer. So she's on a new medication to help prevent that. And I said, I looked up the medication on the internet and one of the first symptoms were leg cramps. I said, bingo, that's why you're having leg cramps. So we treated energetically that medication to help get rid of the side effects. And then her, her doctor said, well, why don't you take it in the morning instead of at night? And that resolved the problem. But if you were just going to look at the leg cramps, you'd be thinking all sorts of possibilities, but really the three month window was a red light for me. There's got to be something that she's doing differently within the last three months that's causing this. And therefore we found the solution. Wow. Interesting. Um, Connie, is there um, any experience uh, that you don't use this methodology? And I'm also curious, you know, for people that might want to go see you to do energy work, um, maybe just the bioset piece um, instead of acupuncture or just acupuncture instead of the others, um, is that an option or do you feel like working with all the different modalities and tools um, makes the most sense? And, and, you know, I think I'm also just, you know, it's interesting that we have created labels around um, these modalities, but mixing them and 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 putting things together, it actually makes more sense, right? Like than just sticking to one modality. I think you you're stronger when you have access to many. Um, but I think there's there's maybe and and maybe I'm misinformed here, but it seems like there is a, a belief that uh, mixing modalities. Um, it just isn't possible. So yeah, I'm just curious if people come in and absolutely. Well, there sometimes people, you know, they they hear from from what they read that acupuncture can help people quit smoking or lose weight, and they want to come in and they just want to do that. They just want acupuncture, and I will tell them go find a different acupuncturist because my work is the most powerful and the most effective when I use all the modalities because I have come up with this unique combination of modalities that that are synergistic. They work well together. And so I don't know anyone else who does this particular combination, but I know that for me, I feel I'm more confident that I can help you if if I'm able to do all the modalities. So I don't just do acupuncture. I don't just do uh, bioset or one of those because the whole picture using all of the different modalities access different parts of the problem and enable me to help rebalance things much, much faster and much better than if I just use one alone. So for me, that that's where it's come um, to in my practice. And when I added the guided meditation, intuition medicine, a few years back, my results went from effective to miraculous. I couldn't believe how quickly people were resolving their issues. It was, it was so gratifying to know that that, because that brings them into present time and it enables their spirit to be present and open to all these possibilities. And that made a huge difference. So I totally believe that all these modalities are necessary in my work. Other people maybe can do one or the other and be pretty effective, but I've seen such good results with the combination that I won't treat anybody unless they let me do all of them. And now 
We could do acupressure instead of acupuncture because I have children in the practice and I have adults that don't like needles. And I said, that's totally fine. It's still very effective and we can, we can still do that and it'll still work just as well. So that is my answer to that question. Amazing. And Connie, can you, uh, you know, you said that when you added the intuition medicine piece, your results went from, went to miraculous. And I'm curious, can you tell us some, some of the most interesting stories, maybe you could share one or two stories from patients who've come to you and have healed. Absolutely. Um, I had a client come to me who had debilitating spring allergies. It was so bad and she had to take medication, which made her feel even worse, foggy headed, sniffling all the time, congested. She, she was a wreck every spring. She just dreaded spring. And she came to me and I think we did maybe three or four sessions and she got up off the acupuncture table and said, oh my God, my head is clear. I can't believe it. That's amazing. And I think this was four or five years ago to this day, she comes in for a tune-up every once in a while, but in general, her allergies are gone. I mean, she's gone to her doctors and said, no, my allergies are gone, and she'll tell them how she got rid of them, and they'll just smile politely and, <laughs> and just say, oh, that's great. Uh, so that was one, one example. Another good example was I had a client call, because I could do this on the phone, from the state of Washington. It was a young woman, and she was a freshman in college, and, and I said, so what are your symptoms? She goes, I have this rash all all over my body. And I said, okay, that's interesting. How long has this been going on? She goes, just a couple of days and it's not normal for me. And so I asked her a little bit about her life. I said, tell me about yourself. What's, what's happening in your life? Well, she was a freshman in college. She, um, and one of the biggest things that had just happened is her car got stolen which, with all of her musical instruments. And she was sad because she couldn't play her music anymore. Cause I asked specifically, is there any sadness and grief in your life currently? And so that was one thing that created sadness. And the other thing was that she said, my boyfriend moved away and broke up with me. So she had a lot of sadness all at once that was overwhelming. Well, sadness is the emotion of the lung meridian and the lung governs the skin. So I said, oh, that's interesting. So I think that has a lot to do with your rash. So we did our phone session. Phone sessions usually consist of intuition medicine and neuromodulation technique. And I talked to her a couple of days later. I said, how's your rash? And she said, it's completely gone. It, it cleared up after I spoke with you. And I said, fabulous. So that was very exciting. Another uh, client came to me. She was in her 70s. And she was just trying my workout because she was curious about it. So she had a, a few symptoms here and there. And we, we did our, I did my session, worked on her with all the different modalities. We went in the other room, did some acupuncture. And when she got up off the table, she said, oh my gosh, my hip doesn't hurt. I said, what was going on with your hip? And she said, when I was in my 20s, I was camping and I dislocated my, my hip and they put it back in place, but it has ached ever since. And the doctor said, well, it, there's nothing we can do. It's back in place. You know, that's just deal with your pain. So we, I never put any needles in her hip. I just was rebalancing her energy overall. And she completely got rid of that pain in her hip. So I saw her weeks later, months later, years later. And I said, how's your hip? She goes, it never came back. So this poor woman suffered for 50 years with pain that she didn't need to have. All we did was one session, balanced her energy, and she never had to revisit. So that was exciting. Um, I've had people with concussions. I had this one young woman, she's in college and she came in, she, she, she was one of those people that was, I guess, accident prone. And she'd had like four concussions in her life by the age of like 20. 
And it was causing double vision. So on the first session, we're sitting there talking and I'm doing the energy work. And she, she looks at me and she said, my double vision is gone. And I said, that's fabulous. So it, it helps um, in ways that you wouldn't even expect. I mean, I go in there with the intention of helping to restore energetic balance and in turn helping to resolve some of their symptoms. And you never know what's going what's gonna to be resolved. So it's very exciting when you have these kinds of results because it really validates the work that I'm doing. Wow. Incredible to hear these stories. And um, I'm sure that there's been so many, so many people that have, you know, whose lives have changed as a result of your work. So um, what are some things that have surprised you in this journey? Well, even I'm surprised sometimes at how powerful and quickly these modalities work because when people, you know, like that one woman, she says, oh, my hip pain is gone. It's like, wow, that's, incredible. I didn't even put any needles in your hip and you don't necessarily have to do that. But that, that has been surprising for me because energy moves quickly and your body wants to be healthy. Your body wants to be, um, healed and pain-free and full of energy. And so we're just getting down to that level where we can help our bodies get to that place. So, in this day and age, we're so overwhelmed with stress and toxicity that people can't quite get there on their own because there's so much going on that, you know, their, their spirit can't sort it out. But with my work, I hold space. I do some questioning and, and then some modifying of their energy. And we get to those levels and help them get to the, the level of health that they really want that be prior to that, they weren't able to get there. So it's also very um, surprising to me that almost everything that happens to someone, there is an emotional component or cause. So no matter what they come in with, I will ask them, like this one guy came in, he was in his 50s and he had this sinus issue that would come and go. There was no pattern to it, no time of year. It was at his house. It was when he visited his mother. It was, it was real random. So it was hard to see if it was a pattern, but I asked him, how long has this been going on? And he said, 10 years. And I said, so what happened 10 years ago? He knew immediately my fiance broke up with me and that sadness and grief caused him to have this imbalance in his lung meridian. And once he, we realized that we addressed that issue and he has been fine ever since. But, you know, that's been really exciting too, because you just don't know. And like for myself, I've used this one time I was, this was years ago, coming down with a cold, I was getting a sore throat and I did all my usual, you know, acupuncture herbs, this, that, and the other thing. It wasn't going away. I even went to an acupuncturist and after a couple of days, it wasn't getting any better. But one of my clients said to me, I get that there's something you're not saying you're, you have anger against somebody. And I realized that at the time, my husband who had quit smoking started smoking again behind my back and I found out. So I wrote anger and his name on a piece of paper, held it with my virus treatment and immediately symptoms got better. So it's shocking to me that emotions have such a, uh, such a part in this whole thing, but they do. And so I can't ignore that. That's what I like about all the modalities I use. They all address the emotional aspect of it, which you have to, or it won't go away. Yes. And Connie, you know, we live in, in a, the Western environment where most people don't actually, or, or most people are not in touch with their emotions. You know, they're not even aware of what's actually happening and in their bodies. And this work is so important. And I'm, you know, I'm just curious, this is, uh, 
you know, maybe a little bit out of scope of the work that you do, but, uh, you know, why is it that so many people are not in touch with their emotions? I mean, the ten, like, like you said, you know, 10 years go by, 50 years go by, uh, physical ailments that have no cure um, are things people kind of just live with or deal with. And I'm just so curious, you know, is it the lack of education around emotional awareness, um, emotional healing, what to do um, when there's there's, you know, emotions in the body rather than elevate it to anger, right? Or emotions that are unhealthy that can lead to expressions that are unhealthy. I'm just curious because, I mean, it's very obvious to me, and I think after doing this work for a number of years myself, um, it's become clear, you know, how fast this work is when it comes to diagnosing things on the emotional and spiritual level, which has like dramatically changed my life. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just curious if you have any thoughts around this, um, why we're such a depleted, a society that is kind of not depleted, maybe the wrong, depleted is the wrong word, but we're, we're a society that is not in touch with our emotions. And in fact, I think that we, um, we make fun of uh, folks who spend time in their emotions, right? Like I remember growing up, the common phrase was, don't dwell on it, just ignore it and move on. Just ignore it and move on. And then for men, you know, the the comment of man up and just move on. Don't, you know, so, so I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, well, we do live in a society where we're not encouraged to feel our emotions or be in touch with who we really are. So we have all sorts of ways to numb our emotions. There's drinking, there's drugs, there's behaviors. I know a lot of people have, um, they, they are either an exercise-aholic or a food-aholic. I mean, we numb ourselves by staying busy or watching TV all the time instead of dealing with our emotions. It's a great way to numb out. So we're in a society that, that, apparently a lot of people feel the need to do that. And so they, they, it's not comfortable to feel your emotions. So people don't like going there and they don't know what to do with them. We didn't grow up learning how to deal with our emotions and what to do with them because emotions are all good. Even anger has a purpose, but if we don't know how to deal with it, it can get out of control. So we don't really want to have that particular situation happen. But in, in my observation of people, it's just not safe to feel your emotions. It's, it's not comfortable. They don't know how to resolve it. And so, uh, it, it turns out that by numbing your emotions, you're also numbing a lot of other parts of your life too, because if you can't, I think Brene Brown said something like this, if you can't feel the sad, difficult emotions, you also can't feel the joy because you're numbing yourself with all these substances and all these behaviors so that you could be on this this line of this average line of having no emotions, but that means you're also numbing out the good emotions, which is which is quite sad because people can't even be happy. So we, we've gotten to a point in our society where this just feels better for us to not feel. And and so a lot of people, uh, I obviously my my practice is full of sensitive people. So they're a little bit more open to that, even if they're a, a male, uh, which is nice because because I, like I said, you, we need to use that as part of our treatment. Otherwise, we're not going to resolve the issue. When I treat somebody for pain in their body and do everything I know to help their pain in their knee, it doesn't go away. I need to look at the emotional component that we're missing. And if I, if I can uh, focus on that, 
then their pain goes away. So emotions are such a huge part of our society. And, you know, I'm hoping that this big wake up call we're having now, people get more in touch with their energy self, their spirit and what they really want out of their life. I think that would make for a much better world when everybody is, is more open and sensitive to who they really are and that they do have emotions that are, they're all good and they just need to acknowledge and process them. And, you know, they'll get better when they get better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard this beautiful quote um, from a book that I read recently, which was, uh, an emotion can't end unless it begins. So yeah. So moving through it rather than staying stuck in it. Absolutely. So Connie, I'm, I'm curious, can you tell us about some books or resources that you can recommend to our audience to read or check out? Sure. Well, these days, there are a lot of books about energy medicine. One of my favorites in the beginning is The Field, F-I-E-L-D, by Lynn McTaggart, because it's written for the layperson to explain that energetically, we are all connected all over the world. There is a matrix of energy that connects us all. That's why I can do work uh, this afternoon. I'm going to be doing a work on a, a client in New Zealand. Um, and I could do that from here because we're energetically connected. And so... Uh, it it gives you a really nice breakdown of the fact that we're all connected and and a lot of examples of studies that they've done that prove wow. that we can change things energetically just by our intention. So it's it's quite exciting. So that's one of my favorites. Another good one is Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. So he's a he was a regular real doctor, as I call them. And he realized in his work that there was so much more to life than just the physical. And so he's written this great book about that. Uh, Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert is another one where we hold our emotions in the cells. And until we learn how to process them, they're going to they're gonna be a problem for us most of the time. So those are a few that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, like I said, there are so many. There's, I think Donna Eden has books on energy medicine. Uh, I've, I've read so many books on energy medicine. I'm looking around to see if I have any other ones here. But it gives you a good idea of what we're talking about, number one, and why energy is so important. And it's important to look at when you're trying to help restore your health. So those are a few off the top of my head. Thank you. Yes, I've read uh, I've read um, The Intention Experiment by Lynn McTaggart, um, and I've also read The Biology of Belief, but I have not read Molecules of Emotion, so I'll add that to my queue. <laughs> I've also read hundreds, hundreds of books in this space, so it's been very fascinating. Uh, Connie, what do you want to tell our listeners about their health and wellness? What's sort of like your main takeaway? I mean, have you spent... 20 years in this space, uh, working with people with all different types of ailments. And, you know, I'm just curious if you could tell them, you know, one or two things, uh, especially right now, since we're going through this global pandemic, um, you know, what would it be? Sure. Well, I believe if there is a problem, then there is a solution as well. So when you go to the regular doctor, they do a bunch of tests and they, they look at the results and then they put you in a box of whatever their diagnosis is based on the findings of those tests. Well, they put you in that box and many times there is no solution other than medication, surgery, or no solution. And you're stuck in that box because your subconscious says, oh, the doctor says I have blah, blah, blah disease. There's no cause and there's no cure. There's no, there's no remedy for it. Well, in my world, there's no box. Everything's possible. And I, I try to tell people 
that I am more interested in your actual symptoms, not what the doctor diagnosed it as, because that doesn't mean anything to me. I want to go from their symptoms and their life and all the parts of their life that they that contribute to whatever's going on with them and that, that are creating these symptoms. So in my world, everything's possible. And also, you have to really be dedicated and don't give up. I, If I had given up in my 30s, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I would probably not even be here, period, because I would have listened to the doctors and said, oh, yeah, this is normal. I'm just going to settle for feeling like garbage my whole life. And I don't think we should settle for anything less than the best. So I'm a big believer that people have that ability inside them and we can tap into it if they're willing and and uh, they give it a chance. And Connie, where do you learn your philosophy from? My philosophy comes from my experience, number one, and and just the experience of all my clients as well. I learn as much from my own journey to wellness as I do from my clients. And it's very exciting because I'm always learning. So my philosophy has has uh, been the result of, of the years of work that I've put into this and all the things that I read about health and wellness and all the information that I can gather that can help me be a better practitioner and help more people with their, with their issues. Yes. Wonderful. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, because I have actually experienced your meditation, uh, I thought it would be really great for our guests to also experience a quick, uh, five minute, uh, five to seven minute, um, grounding meditation. If you feel comfortable sharing one with us. Absolutely. I have, I would have no problem doing that. So I would invite people to close their eyes, take a couple of cleansing breaths to let go of everything they've heard so far, everything we've been talking about and dropping all that energy and emotion into the center of the earth. So inhale and then exhale through your mouth as you drop all those thoughts, all those emotions, all that information into the center of the earth to be recycled. And then let's call all of your energy back into the present moment by casting a big golden net across your past, present, and future timeline across all universes and all realities and bring back all pieces and parts of you that have been scattered about, filtering out anything that doesn't belong, doesn't serve you, isn't for your highest good, bringing your energy, your present time energy into a big ball above your head and allowing it to filter back into your body filling every space, every cell, every part of your body, all the way to the edge of your skin and beyond, returning your energy to yourself and bringing you into present time. Next, I encourage them to put their attention and awareness in their meditation sanctuary, that quiet, peaceful place of stillness deep in the middle of their head. So I start by explaining where it's at behind your eyes, between your ears, and then drop down and back little by little until you fall into that quiet, peaceful place of stillness, your inner sanctum. And then once you reach that area, I invite you to create, visualize, imagine a place that you love to go that is healing, calming, nurturing, your favorite place to be, your happy place. And paint that picture there, deep in the middle of your head, and greet yourself as a spirit in that area and drop a grounding cord to the center of the earth to help anchor it. 
Then we'll deepen and widen our grounding, that connection to the middle of Mother Earth, which is a very healing, calming, nurturing place to be. So let's visualize a grounding cord. Could be a redwood tree, could be a waterfall, could be a mountain, whatever comes to mind when you ask for a grounding cord. And imagine it wider than your physical body, so as wide as your aura, your energy skin, attached to your first chakra, the tip of your tailbone. And with your attention and intention, imagine and visualize sending that grounding cord deep into the center of the earth, thousands and thousands of miles down, all the way to the very middle of Mother Earth, to that special area where your initials are, where we will anchor your grounding and connect you into the healing, calming, nurturing energy of Mother Earth. And then once you connect in there, pause for a moment to see if you can sense the heartbeat of Mother Earth, that slow, low pulsing energy. And then I'll invite you to open your feet chakras 100%, the energy centers at the bottom of your feet. And all you have to do is, with intention, I open my feet chakras 100% and visualize opening them opening like the lens of a camera or the pupil of your eye. And then once they're open, draw a current of that earth energy up into your feet. So again, with intention, allowing it to expand into every space, every cell, every part of your feet, all the way to the edge of your skin and beyond. And then moving that energy up into your ankles, and you could follow it with your awareness into your shins and your calves, up into your knees, saturating your knees with this healing, calming, nurturing energy, moving it into your thighs, your hips, your first chakra, and then drop it back down again to the center of the earth, taking with it anything that doesn't belong, doesn't serve you, isn't for your highest good. And then we'll set the intention that that cycle will continue on its own to keep you grounded and connected to the earth on this next revolution. We'll bring up the earth energy and weave it into the outside layer of your aura on all sides, front, back, right, left, above and below to define it, contain it, strengthen it, heal it and ground it. We'll put a big bubble of a universal healing energy, supreme being energy around your aura to keep your energy in and others out. And then we'll ground that whole setup. We'll go above your head, inside your aura. We're going to bring up your own life force energy, your chi, your prana. Bring it into a big ball above your head. Strengthen it, brighten up the colors, expand it a bit, and then run it down both sides of the spine to the tip of the tailbone, mixing it with earth energy and pulsing a little into each chakra. So first chakra is below the pubic bone. Second chakra is at the belly button. Third is at the solar plexus, right where your stomach is. Fourth is at the chest. Fifth is at the throat. Sixth is at the third eye between your eyebrows. Seventh is at the top of the head. And then into your aura, filling it in concentric circles of these healing energies, allowing your aura to contain these wonderful healing energies. And then just sit with that for a moment to just notice how calm you are, how connected to the earth you feel. And just remember, you could do that by yourself throughout the day, and it makes your life even better. Synchronicity starts happening. Life just flows. It's a wonderful place to be. So there you have it. Amazing, Connie. That was wonderful. <laughs> we should have started out the conversation with that meditation, maybe. <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes I do. <laughs> uh, incredible. Well, so um, for folks who want to learn more about you and um, actually, you know, maybe even schedule a session, uh, where can they find you? I have a website. It's marinhealthempowerment.com. 
And there's all sorts of information about my practice, what I offer, um, some a lot of testimonials for different things I've worked with. And I also offer a free 30-minute consultation to people to see if we are a good fit to work together. So that is um, a nice option for people who aren't sure and just want to check me out. They could do that on the phone or in person. And then we I do phone sessions, Zoom sessions, and in-person sessions. So I'm set up to do all of that. And I welcome whatever you feel comfortable with in this day and age. Um, so yes, give me a call by all means, especially if you have a stubborn symptom that you have not been able to resolve with any other modalities. I'm, I tend to be really good at those impossible things. So I would <laughs> encourage people, don't settle for feeling less than wonderful. Come in and get, get healthy. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time, Connie. This was such a incredibly fascinating conversation for so many reasons. And I think um, for anyone that is suffering or that has an ailment that hasn't gone away, I mean, I think the, the main takeaway here is that there's always a solution. Um, so don't give up. And for our audience, thanks for joining and for listening. In this episode, we learned about Chinese medicine and energy medicine and why so many people turn to Eastern medicine and other types of modalities for guidance and support in their wellness journey. So tune in to Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one -on -one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality. 